stay there. You know what? I believe that every single person on this planet can make a difference. And I believe that we all have something to offer, something that's so unique that it will change somebody else's life. I believe we all deserve to step into our true selves. And I believe that every single person needs to feel great about themselves. I want you to step into who you truly are and I want you to make a difference for somebody else and for yourself. And I don't think it's that hard. It's a matter of putting one step in front of the other and just taking action. And I'm interviewing guests that have done just that. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where you can make that decision to make your life count. It all starts with you saying yes. And welcome to another fabulous episode of the Get Off the Bench podcast. Oh, I love the enthusiasm I've got today. Today I'm chatting with Liv White or Olivia White, as some of you will know her, from the House of White. She is an Instagram influencer. She's a digital content creator, entrepreneur, mother, speaker, and all of those great things. I recently uh, heard Olivia at a women in business event that I was at, and I was blown away by her absolute honesty and her, her rawness her openness and she was she's just the, the real deal and it really struck me that a lot of Instagram influencers perhaps aren't going to give you the real deal but Olivia did or Olive and um, I had to get her on so we're going to talk about that and other things that she wants to talk about but you're really going to enjoy this and just hearing a little bit behind the scenes of what goes on and why it's so important to be so raw and real. So I'm just going to get straight into it. So welcome, Liv. Hello, how are you? I am fantastic. And I tell you what, I'm being hanging to get you on because, you know, I've known about you for a long time. And of course, you're a Warrigal girl, just like I've always been a Warrigal girl. But I saw you speak at um, the, the Women in Business thing at Bawbaw and, you know, I didn't have a preconceived idea about you, but, you know, when, when people are influencers, it's kind of like, you know, you know, are they telling the truth? Do you know what's there? And you, you, you reduced me to tears a couple of times, you know, just with your vulnerability oh. and your honesty and you're just a beautiful human being, you know, and I'm just, I'm so glad to be speaking with you, really glad. Oh, thank you. Now you're going to make me tear up. I'm on a Monday morning. <laughs> I know, Monday morning tears. Sorry. But you're, you're allowed to cry on this podcast because I do all the time. So it's okay. okay that's, that's, that's good because I am definitely a crier. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Now you've got, uh, so, you know, I know that you're an, you're an Instagram influencer, you know, or whatever you want to call it, you know, and um, I know that you think, you know, yeah, yeah, that's one part of me. And, and let's let's dig further into the other part of you and who you really are. But let's go back to that Instagram stuff for a minute. Like you've got 154,000 followers. And I'll say that again if anyone didn't catch it, 154,000 followers. So you are quite a big deal, you know, and I know sometimes... <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of pitch yourself. So. <laughs> well, I think you're a big deal. And it's, you know, because at some, I know metrics aren't everything. You know, people are kind of like, oh, metrics, metrics, metrics. And I don't think that's anywhere near as important as engagement. And you're a very good engager. You know, you're, you're very good at that. And I think that 
it's I don't care. It's still a big deal for that many people to be caring about what you do in your lounge room or in your laundry. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, funny. It's funny. Great. What what was the journey like? I know when you were born, we didn't even have Instagram, you know, we didn't even have that sort of stuff. So that's not your childhood <laughs> fantasy. But yeah. What, what got you into what journey happened for you to say, oh, I might try, I might give this a crack. Yeah, I mean, when I started, which was nearly a decade ago now, which is crazy to think because it makes me feel and sound really old um, <laughs> because I still feel like, you know, social media and social platforms and, you know, the internet and everything is still like rapidly evolving around me. But for me, I was in those really early um, days of, you know, being a new mom and parenthood and I'd always had an interest in I guess the elements that are a big part of Instagram. So love taking photos, um, you know, and documenting our life. I loved writing. Um, I had previously done sort of similar work for organizations like Racing Victoria. They were running blogs. That was sort of what was the thing back then. So it wasn't actually ever intentionally Instagram. It was um, starting up a website starting a blog and writing about my experience. And that's really kind of where it took off from. And then Instagram was secondary for that. It was a method that I used to promote it um, as well as Facebook and um, Twitter, but it just happened to be Instagram. That was the one that stuck for me and the one that grew and the one that sort of had that, I guess, you know, viral success from things that I shared on there. And it was never intentional. I didn't know what an influencer was back then. I don't think it was, you know, we were bloggers um there was no money in it um but I just really enjoyed doing it and I just really enjoyed the connection that I made with people um and still to this day you know I attribute that and that community that was created then Mm. to helping me survive those early days of motherhood um and I'm forever grateful for that and now you know it's obviously something completely different and it has changed so many times throughout that journey um but yeah I still very much enjoy doing it so when, when you said at the start you know you were writing your messages you know you're, you're using that platform from what were you, were you talking about motherhood is that what you were sharing that sort of stuff or yeah so like I said at any given stage it's always been you know a very authentic representation of me and where I'm at and you know in those early days it was you know the sleepless nights the you know I suffered from both postnatal anxiety and depression um and it was just you know a really raw and honest I guess account um of what I was going through because you know even when you go to the internet and it's different now because there's so much of this stuff available but you really wanted to know like is this okay? Is this going to end? Am I going to be okay? Are we going to get through this? Um, And it was really beautiful to be able to find that online, you know, even though it wasn't always good and it wasn't always positive. um, At least you had people there that, you know, connected with you and I connected with them. Mm. And it's also sharing the message that if other people are feeling like that, you know, someone else is feeling like that too, because we often when we're going through stuff, I often feel like, am I the only one? You know, and we, we all know we're not because we hear it so often. You're not the only one, but you, you, it feels so isolating, you know, to be in a spot. And so obviously I would say that inadvertently, whether you meant to or not, you would have saved a lot of people, you know, with their sharing your message for them. And 
you know. You might not think that, but I think you would. (laughs) No, look, I I definitely, you know, from all of the the messages and DMs that I get from people, and it wasn't just then dealing in those, it's, you know, um, it's not as if you ever sort of like get to the end of anything. Do you know what I mean? It's just different day, different problems, different age kids, you know, different things. And I'm still doing exactly what I was doing then now, but you know, it does, your life changes and your life evolves. And, you know, perhaps it's, you know, less about that the kids now, and obviously I am conscious of them having a digital footprint and um, as they get older. And so it's more about me and perhaps talking about issues that, you know, um, I'm facing, whether it be personally, relationship wise, friendship wise, um, it's all of those things. And it's just sort of, I guess, you know, come on the journey with me and people have come on that journey with me. So people drop off, new people come in, you know, cause we're all at different stages mm experiencing different things um but I think that's really cool that you can that you can do that and sort of you know cultivate this really like beautiful community around it yeah and I also love that you're saying about it really focusing on it being a journey because a lot of people are like you know that when I do this I'll be happy you know when I achieve this um you know I will have made it you know and that sort of stuff and I think we've got to stop doing that because there's always going to be disappointment at the end (laughs) and not only that (laughs) Our road varies. You know, we never we never end up exactly where we thought we were going to end up. And uh, if we can embrace that journey and really feel, you know, this in the moment, whether it's good or bad, you know, and and move along that path, I think that's that's where growth happens. You know, and it happens it happens authentically too, so that other people can tap into it. You know, exactly what you're yeah. saying, right when they need it. You know, it's there and it's real so yeah I, I love that speaking of your um two beautiful girls which which I see you take everywhere which what a fantastic experience for them like you know yeah. it's, it's wonderful it's a little sidekicks I do everything with them <laughs> I know and I, I see you're about to go to Rome with them and Paris and <laughs> that's, yeah we're pretty excited <laughs> I bet you are what do you think um do they realize how much of a big deal you are and I know you don't want me to keep saying that but I'm just gonna say it just for a few minutes <laughs> <laughs> you see the size of my head just like <laughs> um I I don't know because you know they're they're six and eight and they're you know I think they are very much aware and I make sure that they are aware that the opportunities that they are afforded are very special and yeah. you know a lot of people would not be afforded these opportunities um and it is because of you know what I do for a job and a living um but I also have a lot of conversations with them around you know do they want to be involved do they want to you know do these things and so it's not necessarily um you know I'm just dragging them along to everything um I make sure that they do that they understand that this is an opportunity that I have through my work um there are certain requirements you know taking a photo or um you know maybe taking a video, whatever it might be. Um, And I I let them choose. And there's many things that, um, you know, come across, you know, our desk and we say no because the the kids don't want to do it. Um, But I don't think they've ever said no to going overseas or going to Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) And they're very excited. And Annabelle's at an age now. She's gorgeous. When we um, do do campaigns that she's in, I let her have creative control. So we've done a few things recently, you know, reels, where she's basically come up with the concept and directed them. And, um, you know, that'll be the same when we go overseas. You know, she loves to take the photos for me. And sometimes she says, 
you be in the photo and I'll take it. I'm like, okay, that's, you know, that's, that's fine. So um, yeah, we, we work on that together, but definitely I make sure that they, they know, they understand and they appreciate um, these opportunities that they get, because I think that's extremely important. You know, I grew up with a single mum myself who worked her absolute ass off to make things happen um, for us. And, you know, um, I feel like that's, I'm doing the exact same with the resources that I have and the skills that I have, um, you know, a big part of why I pursued what I do um, is because I saw the opportunity that it had for me and my girls. Mm. So, yeah. And I love that you're talking to them too about it, you know, because so that they don't grow up with that sense of entitlement or sense of privilege, do you, you know, you know the, they, they actually understand that, Hey, we're going to work for this, you know, and this, not everybody, not everybody's got this opportunity. We need to be grateful rather than just, you know, expecting it to be there. And no, I love that. I love, I, I um, used to, used to sing and my, um, I remember my nephew, you know, cause I used to sing around the house and used to look after my nephews when they were tiny. And he said, I used to make ditties out of everything, you know, and they used to sing along with me. And used to be so <laughs> I love fun. that. And then, and then one day, and they used, they'd see me sing in public, you know, and think, oh, that's just Kezi at Pa's club and stuff like that, you know. And then one day when the internet came and I got on MySpace, I remember. Oh, MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> the OG, my favourite platform. That was years ago. And, um, one of them said, one of them looked at it and he said, is that you on the internet, Kiz? And I said, yeah, I'm putting my songs up on the end. Oh. And he, I heard him go over to his twin brother and he goes, Kiz, he's a real singer. Kiz, he's a real singer. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> he's on the internet. <laughs> I love that. But <laughs> uh, sometimes I just think they don't, you, you know, and, and I actually like that. I like that you're. Yeah, I do like that your family can be your family, you know, and they don't have to be um, something else. But anyway, I love it. Um, now, what do you think? So I'm wondering about the impact on them, do you know, and and when all your promoting and that sort of stuff. What do you yeah. think? What do you what do you think or what do you hope it's influencing them to believe or to become? Look, uh, like I said, you know, how I, they're a bit older now and I have those conversations with them. What I really hope is that I give them that understanding of what I do and that it is work. And, you know, when I had my first daughter, I was quite young and I found it really, really hard to, I guess, I find my place in the world, you know, um, work-wise and, you know, just as, as a person and, I took a really big leap of faith when I decided to do this full time. I wasn't making great money from it at the time, but it was something that I really enjoyed. And I also saw the opportunity for us as a family and for my kids. And, you know, my girls see me doing my thing every day and they understand that it's it's work and it's hard work. Um, and I want them to, you know, grow up with me in their lives, but then also see me working and pursuing my passions. I think they're two very important things to encourage them that you're not just a mum. You know, I am I am their mum and they are my number one priority and they, you know, they they need to have that that love and that, you know, you know, warmth and and everything around them, but then also understand that, you know, mum 
also has passions and mum also has, you know, um, things that she wants to do and pursue. So it's just finding that nice balance between those two things, I think, um, that is really important. So I, um, yeah, I guess for me, that's what it is. Don't know if I'm doing it great. I hope that I am. And I, um, you know, I guess I'll find out when those teen years come, <laughs> whether I'm doing okay. But yeah, that for me, that's, that's always what it's been about. I saw my mum do that. And um, that had a huge impact on me being resourceful with the things that she had around her, but also making sure that she was always there. She was there for everything, but I also saw her working very, very hard. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I think when you get they get to teenagers, <laughs> I think there's there's two great books in this bookstore called um, Prince Bullfed and Princess Bitch Face, and I reckon they're the <laughs> two most accurate books I've ever seen. But, oh <laughs> but you know, it's it's when you say I love what you're saying about um, that showing them that mum has two parts, do you, you know, and mum has passions too, because I've seen. I've said this many times on, on these on my podcast is I used to teach disability and I'd have sort of middle-aged women coming to learn to work in the disability field and they had spent their entire life sacrificing, you know, giving up who they yeah. were, what was important to them for their husband so he could have a job and for their kids so that they could, uh, you know, running around like a taxi, you know, doing their, their things for the kids. And when I asked them <clears> at, <throat> say, 45, 50, 55, what is important to you? most of them would break down in tears, you know, and I, I don't I don't know what's important to me because I've lost me. And it used to take me six weeks to really massage that out of them. And, and then after that, oh, they were buying houses, building houses, going to Africa, you know, like once they actually unlocked Amazing. it. Amazing. It was, it was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. But it was sad, you know, that, that um, and I see this yeah. as such a common story, is that women give up their lives and, and, I understand the sacrifice of mother. I understand that. But it doesn't need to be that you have to give yourself away, you, you know, completely. So I love that you're sharing that. I love that. And I love that you also are focused on being unapologet unapologetically you, you know, and, and I love that you didn't even mention it then, but I'm sure that that's what you're saying to your kids, you know, that you're, you're special, you're okay just the way you are. You know, and and despite what job I do and what I show to the world and what I, you know, everything else, you're freaking all right. You're you're bloody perfect just the way you are. So I, you didn't mention it, but I, I bet they're getting I bet they're getting that from you. You know, absolutely. I I, I hope so. And I know that people have their concerns just as I do about um, social media, you know, mm. living a life online. There was actually recently um, something on um, SBS a couple of days ago, actually, where they were sort of talking about this exact thing. And I guess at the end of the day, we, we don't know um, because it is, you know, rapidly evolving. You know, this is really the first generation coming through that have had access to social media for their whole life not, not even I did you know I got to live my life without that um but you know I just try and find that balance I'm not saying that I'm doing it right I'm not saying that I'm doing it wrong but I am extremely mindful um and I'm learning just as everybody else is in this space you know um I made decisions over the last couple of years to remove a lot of the content that was available about my kids online, you know, when they were little. Um, I don't really ever post photos of my children just on their own anymore. So 
um, it'll always have me in the content or like it's never, you know, I don't present my content in the way that I used to. And that's just a personal choice just from how I feel, what I'm constantly like learning and, you know, things that um, I'm choosing to sort of like learn about. And everybody's different. Um, absolutely, you know, everyone will do their own thing differently, be happy to have certain things up. It's just evolved. Like I said, it's just a journey for me. And, you, you know, that's the great thing about being human is that you don't have to get everything right, but you can learn, you can make mistakes, and you can do things differently. So, you know, I hope that people um, afford me that ability, regardless of whether you live your life online or not. I think we all owe that to each other to be able to just, you know, live life how we think we should live it and perhaps change our minds. So I think that's a, a perfect thing. There's a, you know, I'm reading a great book at the moment called Think Again by Adam Grant, and it's talking about the you, you, you know, we we are all we are all set with our beliefs and our thoughts, you, you know, but it, and which is great, you know, that's fine, do that. But when new information comes along, are we prepared to reassess? You know, are we prepared to go, hang on, I did believe that, and, and based on everything I knew, that was right, but now. Yeah. Now I am going to look the other way, and I think that's a real growth mindset that we all need to have. You talk about, you know, I hope people give you the affordability, you know, to to do that. I, I hope people afford you the ability to do that. You know, it, how do you go with trolls? How do you go with people that are just like eh, fucking assholes? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't understand that shit. You know, how how do you? Well, like honestly, how do you? How do you live your life? I'm just going to say my piece because I can't help myself. How do you live your life being such a miserable prick that you've got to, <laughs> you've got to spend so much energy cutting other people down? Like I don't even, that's mental. But how do you, how do you, you know? Look, it's, again, on any given day, that answer is different because people are going to say what they're going to say and they're going to do what they're going to do. But the thing that changes for me is, how I am on that given day. So, you know, they might say the most horrible, mean, nasty, you know, vicious thing. And they get me on a day where I'm like, whatever. And then on another day, you know, they could just get me and I'm already, it's been death by a thousand cuts and I've just had so many things getting to me and I'll just completely break down over what someone actually didn't even really intend to be mean. It was probably just them, you know, questioning something or asking something and I took it the wrong way. So that's one thing I've learned is it's not necessarily about what they say, it's about how I react. And I also found over the years that in the early days when I was in this space, I'll be completely honest, you're navigating this whole new thing and you get this, um, you get so many eyes on you so quickly and you kind of lose your way a little bit. You, you know, you might get caught up in gossip and drama and, you know, being concerned about what other people are doing or they're copying me or they're doing this or they said this about me. Um, and I just learned that if you seek it out, it, you're going to find it, it's going to be there. And then it'll just be a snowball effect. There are very dark places on the internet where people just go to write mean things about you. And I can go and read that and just completely ruin my day, or I can just not seek any of it out and not worry about being friends or connected with people that I wouldn't necessarily, well, I definitely wouldn't be friends with in real life. Um, so now I feel like I'm in a really good place. You know, I, I do my thing. I have my friends. I don't go seeking it out. And for the very minimal times now that it sort of comes across, um, I feel like 
I look at it from the perspective of, well, imagine saying that to someone. Like imagine, and it always comes anonymously. No one ever has the balls to put their face to it. Um, It's, you know, they're hiding behind the guise of anonymity and that's what they need in order to be able to do that and say that because they were already acknowledging in that moment by being anonymous that what they're saying is wrong, you know, is wrong, is mean, is nasty. And there's also another thing that I've really started to learn is, okay, well, what truth is there to what they're saying? Like, why am I, why do I feel triggered by this? Maybe there is a little bit of truth. Like they've, they've said it in like a really nasty way, but you know, it could be, or what am I taking from that that I find so offensive? And now I realize that most of the time I just don't care because I'm like, well, there's no truth to that. Do you know what I mean? So it's taken a very long time to get here. And I'm not saying that I'm there and I'm perfect every single time. You know, um, someone could say something to me and I'll just like fly off the handle. Um, But I try to sort of manage and deal with that internally. And it's not just about me being like, oh, like I have a whole toolbox for this stuff. Like I know what I do online is very, very impactful to my mental health. You know, I have a counsellor that I talk to all of the time. I, you know, take medications um, for, you know, I have a whole plethora of mental health issues that I am dealing with regardless of being online. But you know, I, I see people on the regular. I um, invest a lot into both my mental and physical health because they're so closely linked with each other. And that goes back to how I am on any particular day when someone says something to me. So, you know, I have spent a lot of time doing the work on myself, spending lots of money on, you know, different things that I do and people that I see because I understand that that is a requirement of what I do. It's, it's never going to change. Living a life so publicly gives so many people access to you and that has just become a part of what I need to do. Um, you know, so when people talk about, you know, how much we get paid and, you know, whether they think that's right or not, I'm like, it's not even about paying my mortgage or, you know, keeping a roof over my kid's head and feeding them. I'm like, so much goes into what I do and that is actually a part of it is managing my mental health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's just funny how people are interested in how much people get paid. It, you know, I, I get the same thing. You know, you what? How much for an hour? And it's kind of like, well, fuck, there's a whole lot of skills that go behind that. There's a whole lot of experience, a whole lot of stuff that you've learned, you've had to put yourself through exactly like you, you know, or there's a whole lot of all these strategies and toolboxes and, that you know, this, this takes a lot of building, you know, you don't just sort of step out one day and so on. Here you go. Pay me this. Do you know there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff behind it. So, no, I love it. I love what you're doing is, you know, a lot of the commercial. I don't know if you've seen that Victoria's Secret, you know, that that Jack's. Yeah, um, yeah I have seen that. Bloody fantastic, you know, and, and right. I think that there's, there's we've spent so many years with this goddamn, you know, um, TV and, and and print magazines and everything else, and telling people and and the and the other Instagram is some of them. I'm not criticizing all. I'm just I'm not. But you know, some are just so fucking fake. Do you, you know this? You got to be skinny. You got to be booby. You got to be you know. And if you're not, if you're not, what the hell's wrong with you? You know, you you're gonna have to get something done because you're just not bloody good enough. You know, and and that stuff pisses me off. I love what you're doing because you're like. You, 
you know, you show yourself, I don't care, I haven't got makeup on, I don't give a shit. What, you know, that that's because that's the truth. Hey, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, and I'm getting washing out of the washing machine rather than standing out there think, with my perfectly ironed clothes pretending I never do washing because the fairies do I don't it. Have an ironing board. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but, you know, it's kind of like where did they get these perfect clothes? You know, so you, you got this real realness about it. And I, I'm just, I don't even want, yeah, I'm not even asking you a question here. I just want to applaud you for it because I think oh, that we've, we've got to see, we've got to see that we all, none of us live perfectly. We've all got a pile of shit on our kitchen bench. We've all got, you, you know, washing that needs doing. We've all got bloody dog prints on our tiles, you know. Like none of us live in a perfect bloody world, you, you know, that, 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 that's a, a mansion that we've hired for three hours to take a photo shoot. Do you, you know, like I love, <laughs> I, I love, yeah, <laughs> I love that you, I just love that you're showing hey, this is life and we should embrace ourselves. We should embrace our life and we should just, you know, just be okay with how the day turns out. And yeah. I, don't know, I just want to applaud you for that because I think. Oh, that, thank you. I appreciate that. That's very kind. <laughs> uh, it's, it's important because people committing suicide and getting being depressed and being on you know, anxiety medication and, and, and having mental health issues and hating themselves and Christ knows what because of this comparison do you know that my life has to be perfect and thank you for being one of those people that says no you don't no you don't you just just be you and it's anyway we need more of that because the other stuff is just bloody awful and I think women and girls have got it that bloody hard I know and look I think online every you know there's, there's a place for everyone and I I understand exactly what you're saying about you know those people and those accounts and it's really hard for young impressionable girls um and I but I also think of it from the perspective of those those women that that you know are presenting those accounts and um and most of the time if you actually look at their insights you know it's mostly men are looking at their at their stuff um but I also don't want to sort of you know point the finger at them and say that they they are the problem they are the, the byproduct of the problem do you know what I mean it's not those girls you, you know they're making a living out of what they're doing as well and I don't want to sort of say yeah. okay well you're you're the problem I, I don't think I don't believe that those accounts and those people are the problem they're just the byproduct yeah. of the, the problem um but you know if they're if that's how they're making their income and you know that's completely fine and I you know I feel like there's a there is a space for everybody and I think also we also need to take accountability for what we consume and how we consume it as well I think that it, it's this really bigger conversation with so many elements a part of it um and we as parents, as adults, need to be having that conversation with people because it starts with the immediate influence that people have around them. Mm. Um, and so, you know, you could go on for hours about this, I feel like, because it's something that I am thinking about constantly as an influencer, as a mother, as a woman, as, you know, a person of influence. Um, I feel like, you know, we all have a responsibility to some degree about it's not just about influencing people online it's about influencing them every day it's about 
the, the friends that you have around you and the conversations that you have with them, the conversations you have with your children, the behaviors that you encourage with them. Um, there's, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we all need to accept that is our responsibility. Yeah, I agree. Sure. And, I, and I do like the way you clarified that. So thanks for pulling me up, but I, I do like that. <laughs> I'm always that token person. I'm like, oh, you see from everyone's perspective. And I never, I never want to make, you know, a big part of what I do is making women feel accepted, empowered, you know, um, that they have, they have, you know, allies and we are their allies, you know, and, you know, everyone does things differently and there's a reason for that. Um but we can all learn and grow from each other. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I agree. I probably wasn't aiming at them so much as the um, no, as the, no, as the company. It's only because I do what I do and I see it all the time. You know, I see in my niche specifically with mums, people say, oh, I hate the perfect Instagram mum with the perfect house and all this kind of stuff. But you know what? She's probably really going through something. You know, that need to appear like they have it all together, comes from the fact that they feel like everything is falling apart in their life. Their baby doesn't sleep. They never see their husband because he's working a job because, you know, they're at home because they want to be a mom because that's that's what they've wanted their whole life, but they can't afford the one income. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's a story behind everything and everyone. And, you know, we then need to go, you know what, this isn't for me. This isn't making me feel good because, you know, everything's perfect in your house and stuff. So I'm just not going to follow. I'm going to go find someone that I relate to a bit more. You know, everyone will find something different from someone, but there's always a reason why people are doing things, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't follow them and I don't watch the news. I just I don't watch, <laughs> I don't watch TV. I'm just like, nah, because, and that's the choice, you know, because I don't want to get dragged down somebody I see the news as negative, do you, you know, and and I don't want to, I don't want to fucking see it. It's it's the end of it. But I like following. All right, I'm going to be. See, people might be surprised here, but I don't, I don't, I, I follow a lot of people that I care about on on link on on um uh, Instagram. Do you know if I connect with them, I think oh I like them. Do you know, and I'll follow them. Do you, you know that sort of stuff? Yeah. But I don't just follow for the sake of following. But I tell you who I get stuck with. I get I get onto it, and then I do the search for somebody. And when I go to do search, all those videos come up, and then I end up yeah. watching. I end up watching all these. Um, I'm just going to say it, dickheads on the road. Do you know that 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 drive to? You know they crash. That's doing something smart. They're showing off, and they crash. And I just sit there laughing, and I, I shouldn't be laughing at it, but. I, I just think I can't believe people are so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. I do. I really get my kicks out of that. But anyway, all right, enough of that because I'm just being, <laughs> I'm being mean. No, so, um, when, you know, when you said before, you know, you started off this uh, job and you thought there was no money in it and that sort of stuff. At what point did you, like you're now a paid influencer, it's not surprise, you know, no, no secret. What, what, what was the thing that sort of... Um, flipped you to doing that like was there some a particular thing or so I guess the natural progression of it was as my audience grew um small businesses would reach out to me and say hey we'd love to send you something for the kids you know start off with cute kids clothes um which was awesome you know and I you know um back then you know before I was doing any of this we were that single income family my husband was still building a business and so 
you know, getting some nice clothes for the kids was like amazing. And then it sort of moved on to um, brands like Target. I think they were my first ever paid sort of brand campaign. It was $50. They sent me some stuff. I took pictures of the kids. I was like, oh, this is great. Um, and then I sort of got my, I guess, my business hat on. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I've got an audience. I know how much reach my audience has. I know how valuable that is, you know, based on traditional media stats. Um, stats and everything like that I'm good at taking a photo they're reusing my content there's a value in reusage and so I just kind of started from there and then you know I would sort of yeah just you know quote campaigns as, as brands started to come to me um and then probably maybe like four or five years ago it wasn't that I wasn't capable of doing it it just got to a point where it was like really really hard and it doesn't matter how confident you are it gets really, really hard to negotiate your value because what I do is so personal. I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about my children. I'm talking about my life. Like I am the product. And it, it is really hard to, I guess, talk about your worth like in numbers. And of course, you know, people on the other end, they have, they have budgets and they, you know, trying to work to those. And so I got management because it was just easier to put someone in the middle to have that conversation for me. Um, and yeah, you know, now obviously we work with, you know, really fantastic brands that, you know, prior to doing this, I already used their products. We have really great relationships. I work with them ongoing. It's amazing. Um, of course, along the way, you know, you, you, you'll take on a campaign where it is just an ad. It's like, for watching his you know his 30 seconds from a sponsor and it might not necessarily it might be a product I haven't used before but I'm just introducing the um you know the the audience to it and stuff like that but yeah it's something I think people I think most people have an understanding about and they they totally get it and of course there are people that that don't or don't like it um but that's not really my problem you know I've got to make money and um I'm very very fortunate that I get to do it with products and people that I love with the occasional just sort of like you know random ad in there but at the end of the day I'm gonna make money <laughs> yeah a hundred percent and and I love that you what you're saying about um your worth because I have the same problem you know anybody who's selling themselves as the product you know it yeah it's I, I struggled. I, I've only only just broken through it. Only just, you know, in the last maybe year, year two years, yeah, that I've only just decided just broken through what I'm worth. Do you know? And and it, it was, it, yeah, it was actually the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life is to assign a value to my worth. Do you know? And it 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 took me took me a good two years of like pain, real pain, trying to yeah. figure figure that out and. Because there's nothing worse than when you undersell yourself and then you're doing stuff and you're like, I'm not enjoying this because I'm not, I'm not, you know, I can tell that I'm not being appreciated. I can tell that there's no understanding of what goes into it. You know, the skills that we have to learn. It's not just exactly what we do. It's not just the fact that I can talk on camera and take a photo. I have tens of thousands of dollars worth of camera and video equipment. I have, you know, insurances to pay. I have websites to run. I have all these skills that I've had to acquire to run a business, you know, um, lawyers, accountants, tax, you know, even going back to talking about my mental health and then looking after myself because, you know, I need to be able to pre present to mm. people. So, you know, if you really 
tallied both the monetary and non-monetary cost that it takes to do any single job, especially when you are a sole trader or, you know, um, a small business, people don't see that. And you know, you know when someone doesn't see that and someone doesn't appreciate your worth. And that's why also it's not just about learning about what you're worth, but it's learning about when something isn't worth it, you know, regardless of the dollars that are on it um, for a multitude of reasons. Yeah, that's 100%. You know, I, I used to take any jobs, do you know, because I was just like. Because you, you do to, in the early yeah. days, like you have to I learn know. what you don't want to do. That's right. But we're, we're very, we, we're, we're, we're taught, we're taught to have a scarcity mindset. You know, that's what we're taught to, everything around us is, you know, whatever, 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 whatever. And, and I started saying to people, you know, people, had, I'd put a quote in and I'd think, oh, God. And then they'd come back saying, no, we'll just get someone from our organisation to do it. And it, it used to hurt me at first. And then, <laughs> yeah. I, But now I'm like, good, because now I don't have to do that one, do you, you know, because I wasn't going to be valued. So and it takes a lot. It, far out it takes a lot to shift to that, you know. And, and it, this is where a musician, an artist, a writer, an author, or anybody who's putting themselves on the line, bearing their souls, it, it hurts. Until you can break through that threshold, it bloody hurts. It really does. You were, I used to be a muso and you know, people I, I didn't want to pay, didn't want to pay a couple of hundred dollars, you know, and that sort of stuff. And I used to think far out. We practice five nights a week. You, you know, like we, 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 musicians are the only ones that, that put a $5,000 guitar into a $500 and into a $500 car and get paid $50, you know, to travel bloody five hours. And it's like yeah. you end up earning $5 a bloody hour. And, and once you can break through that worth, it's bloody important. It, it's, it's bloody important. So now when you were speaking before about working with great brands, when I heard you speak at that, uh, at that women in business event, something you said, and I'll tell you what, I, I could have just, I, I almost cheered. Woo! this but of course I couldn't because you, know, you would have said who's that goose up the back but you said um you dreamed I want to work with Disney Qantas Lego and you said someone else I can't think who the fourth one was and and you said you know and I just wrote it down and at that point I thought well I don't know if it'll ever happen but I wrote it down like a dream do you, you know I and and put it yeah. away and it came true so like, you know, so how'd that turn out for you? <laughs> like, I, mean, I know you're going yeah. to Rome on Qantas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, you know, like you said, I, you know, when I got to that point where I wanted to make it a thing and I, I, I invested that time, I sort of had that bucket list and that was a bucket list of people that, you know, brands that I, I loved that it would be so amazing if I could work with them because I, I knew I had that you know, alliance with them already. You know, we love yeah. Disney. We always fly Qantas. Like we have millions and millions of Qantas points. Um, you know, the kids love Lego. And I know I always talk about manifesting. I'm a huge believer in the universe if you put something out there. Um, but what it really is, is just hard work. <laughs> and I don't want to kid anyone that you can just dream something up or you can just say, 
you know, it'll happen. Like put the good vibes out into the universe. Like, yes, you have to do that. That's the first part. And then you have to work really, really hard and you have to have a plan of of how you're going to get there. And what I always say to people is, is that the worst thing that can happen when you reach out to someone, when you ask them something or you say, I want to work with you or I want to do this, the worst things that can happen is that they don't reply or they say no. And as long as you can accept that, and as long as you're okay with that, then I'm allowed to swear, aren't I? Yeah. You know, like people come to me all the time and they say, how did you work with them? How did you do this? Can I have a contact? Can I do that? And I'm, I'm not a gatekeeper at all. I'm very happy to tell people how I do things. I'm very happy to give people direct, you know, um, contact to someone, you know, that's, you know, they're, you know, they can do whatever they want with that. But at the end of the day, I know that I proved my worth to people. I proved that my work was good. I proved that they, you know, because everything is a business transaction. You know, I was able to go to those people and say, this is why I think that I would be good. This is what I can do for you. And they gave me that chance and I proved that. And it was fucking hard work. Yeah. So yes, dream big, write it down, manifest it, put it on a board, give yourself reminders to keep reminding yourself to work hard. Yep. So yes, yep. I <laughs> exactly. You know, and I think that I'm a big believer in the universe too. And I'm going to sign up here. It says, "For God's sake, Karen, tell the universe what you want." You know, because because yeah. that does work for me. You know, once I told the universe what what I want, yeah, it's accountability. It does, it does start to manifest. But the problem, the thing is. It's not magical, you know, and it's not like this whole thing just I'll sit by, I'll sit back on the couch and have a beer while the universe does its thing. Like you, you, you hit the nail on the head. You've got to still bloody work. Do you know you've you've got to still I love this thing. I, I've got this thing called, you know, ABC principle. It's like I'm here, eh? This is what I see. And in the middle, it's let it be. And that's sort of like two ways. It's kind of like let it be, let the universe do its thing. Like don't, don't freaking force it. Because if you force shit, it's not going to work. But at the same time, be active, be aware, be opportunistic, be involved, be energetic, you know, be aware. You know what I mean? Be, yeah. keep being without controlling it for the outcome. You know, just keep doing what you're doing and keep heading in the right direction without that control. So, well, that's exactly what you're saying anyway. I just said it in a different way. I just. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think at the end of the day, it's it's a really nice, pretty way of telling people that you've got to hold yourself accountable. So if you put it out there, you know, it will make you more accountable and remind you of, of what, what it is that you, you want. But also, in, you know, sometimes you might work out that it's not what you want and then, mm. you know, you change direction or, or whatever. But definitely for me, I found that, you know, making that initial I guess, verbalization to the universe yeah, yeah. <laughs> was the first step. And then it's just a fucked up of hard work. Well, I think, you know, I think people need to understand that and have faith in that, that if you once you verbalize it, your brain hears it and your brain starts to align stuff. You know, and you said before um, about what you're looking for, you'll attract it. You seek it, you'll attract it. You know, and once you start saying that stuff, this is what I want. And then you start really, really watering that plant, you know, starting start putting water on that seed. You do start to notice things that are going to start to feed that and align with it and, and, and start to make it grow. And it's just like any plant, you put a seed in, you can't see anything happen for a while. And you just yeah. gotta, you're going to have that faith. You have to have that faith that the nurturing you're doing to it 
you know, you're eventually going to see a plant plant come up. And, you know, it, I just love that stuff. That's how I do everything. And sometimes you get this close to quitting. Sometimes you're just like, ah, you know, it's not coming. It's not happening, you know, but you, you, you just got to keep, you got to keep pushing it. But anyway, um, I was, I was going to ask you more about your anxiety, but I think I reckon we've covered that, but I guess, I guess I've still got a little bit I'm thinking about. Is it, you know, you say you, 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 you manage it and everything else. So there are days when you just, you know, it's just too much and you know, you've got a gig to do, you know, you have to do this and, and you're just like far out. I just, I don't know what gets you over the line. Um, look again, it's an ever evolving thing for me, understanding my brain and how it works. And, you know, <laughs> Forget um, it. The, <laughs> the, um, you know, what my triggers are and how I can manage things. And, you know, the, my anxiety is just one of, I guess, almost like a byproduct of other things that I'm, I'm managing and that I'm dealing with. And I'm forever just, you know, looking for different ways that I can, you know, work on that and, and work with that. But of course there are just those days where I have that understanding that it's, it's not going to happen. Yep. Today is not the day, you know, um, and it's so many things, you know, as a woman, we've got the added layer of, you know, where our hormones are at and how that impacts our mental health. And um, even, you know, in winter, I know I'm way worse, you know, because I pretty much, um, you know, <laughs> seasonal affective disorder. And I guess it's just being kind to myself and working with the people around me who that has an impact on my family, my children, my husband, my manager, the people that I work for. And so it's about managing expectations and making sure people have an understanding of where I'm at, being honest, you know, um, you know, back in the day when I would be struggling with things and I would have things due and my mental health was not in a great state, but I would avoid and I, you know, think, you know, clients would get angry at me or people would get frustrated with me. So definitely I have found that as long as I'm, you know, honest and managing that stuff with the people around me, um, then I'm okay. <laughs> mm. I think that that's a, you, I love what you're saying there because we have this, um, we're too hard on ourselves. You know, we're, we're, we're kind of like, I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done. And I, I'm going to admit, I was like that and I still can be like that, you know, and I have to really pull myself up. And this, this whole pressure of, and, and that there's nothing due. There's nothing that has to be done today, but we still put that pressure on ourselves. I've got to get this done. I get this done today. I've, um, and now this is just, only recent, like, you know, I just had told you I just had COVID just, um, you know, and 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 I've just been a different person since. It's just been like, eh, you know, I'm going to yeah. take my time. Now, listen, I'm going to. COVID, COVID, <laughs> COVID, I bloody hate COVID. Um, I just want to ask you, Liv, I've absolutely loved this. I've absolutely loved it. It's been fantastic. Um, I love what you're doing. You're just a beautiful soul. You know, you're, you're sharing your rawness and that's exactly what the world needs. Um, I want to ask you, where can people find you? Where can people find me? Well, obviously the main one is Instagram um, and that is House of White. So 
I always laugh, but, you know, you create a handle in those early days and obviously my last name is White. Um, and now I'm too far down the track to change it to Olivia White because it's such a common name. But House of White um, and the blog is House of White as well. Um, I'm on TikTok and all the other platforms, but, yeah, Instagram is the, is the main one that I'm on. So if people do want to find me, they can find me there. And you've also got your um, your website as well. So, all right, so that is fantastic. Uh, Olivia, thank you. Uh, no, I'm not allowed to call you Olivia. I'm just going to call you Liv. But yeah, <laughs> only you. if I'm in trouble. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate this and I, I really appreciate what you're doing uh, to support women, other women, and really and also to send the message out to young girls that, you know, life is what it is and embrace it for what it is and and to, to, to be unapologetically yourself. I just think that's bloody special. So thank you so much for joining me. I've absolutely loved okay. chatting with you. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful. My absolute pleasure. All right, I'll catch you soon. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. Oh, guys, that was fantastic. And, I, you know, it's really nice to see, um, you know, somebody who's so solid on Instagram, um, you know, you know what they're really thinking and what's go, what, what goes on behind the scenes and what really goes into it. And sometimes we think that people have got these perfect lives or we think that, you know, we, we compare ourselves to people. And I love that Olivia's sort of messaging, you know, like, hey, every day is what it is. This is how, this is how the day turns out. You just got to grab it by the horns you just got to make the most of it and some days suck and some days are fantastic I absolutely love that she's taking the kids on the journey and teaching them about you know that well particularly about that mums have a passion too I see so many mums lose themselves um because they're investing so much in their kids which they should but not lose themselves at the same time so please go follow Olivia or Liv I better not say Olivia or she'll think she's in trouble please go follow Liv at houseofwhite.com.au and all but mostly on Instagram as uh, House of White I will put the links in the show notes and really hope you enjoyed that Thank you very much for joining me again. Um, absolutely love you guys. You rock. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. Well, I probably would, but I'd be talking to myself. So I'm ever grateful that you are joining me each week. So saying that, I will cut it out and I'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for joining me. As always, I hope this episode inspired you. If you know somebody who's taken courageous action to create something that's making a difference for other people, let me know about it. Go to my website, karenvaughan.com, tinker around there, have a bit of a look and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you're worth it. Your unique talents and gifts need to be out in this world. And I'm so passionate about inspiring you to achieve that. So you've listened to this episode. Just say yes, make the decision and put one foot in front of the other. See you next week.